Hey guys, it's Sonali, and it's been a it's been a while since I've since I've done an episode. Um, so I thought today would be a good day. I'm actually um, multitasking right now, so um, I'm making I'm making palak paneer for my brother-in-law. Um, my sister is uh, she's away traveling for some time right now, and he's alone uh working like 24-hour shifts at the hospital he's doing his residency it's crazy but he loves palak paneer and i love making palak paneer it is a timely endeavor so i thought i would get something else out of it like a podcast episode because i told you guys yesterday that i i would do something and i didn't so i'm sorry anyway um so sorry for the background noises uh, hopefully you can still hear me in spite of it. But on my drive, oh, I still have that in the fridge. Um, on my drive here, on my drive home from the grocery store, from getting the groceries for Palestine, I was thinking, or not like actively thinking, but like, like I was thinking about something that made me think like, oh, this would be, this would be a good topic to discuss, and the thing that I thought, thought of, like thematically, I would, I would um, describe it as, as like backwards, like me like thinking about things backwards, not intentionally or even actively or consciously, but me as an observer of myself sometimes, I think when I see other people and I think like, oh, why, why is this like the the exact opposite of how I'm doing or thinking about this right now. And um, I think of myself, when that happens, I think of myself as, as backwards. I would say I think of myself as backwards. I, I think that I would think of the way that I think about things as backwards from the convention. So, um, hopefully I haven't lost you by now by now and I'm terrible at multitasking because I'm just twirling around talking to my phone (laughs) but um but 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 what do I mean by backwards well um I guess I mean I'm always obviously talking about things as they relate to poetry but um you know to state the obvious about poetry I guess I um I guess I didn't realize I don't realize sometimes how much my way of thinking departs from from um the mainstream maybe so oh gosh out oh Jesus um so so yeah okay I don't know how to do a podcast wow guys thank you for being my friend um so yeah anyway I (laughs) obviously have a strong desire like there's a, a there's a big part of me that wants to succeed in a conventional sense, wants more, um, 
you know, wants a bigger and a better body of work that wants more credibility, that wants more opportunities, more money, more followers. Um, I'm never going to deny that that is a, a part of me. Um, but then a lot of who I am is explained by by this thing where I feel like I'm just, I, I want to save her the life that I have now for as long as possible. And some days when I say that, I feel ridiculous because I actually have, I have enough, you know, I have some challenges in my life that sometimes be like, oh, it'll be better if I don't have those. But there's something about being in this moment right now that I'm in that is like the thing that is conducive to my creativity. I don't know, like um, kind of finding myself from the, or finding my truth from like the different like push and pulls of my life, like the different resistance and, and all that. So I actually found myself thinking often about how how much longer I can keep something like small, precious, sacred for myself, like for me as the audience, you know, for as long as possible because it is my belief that once once it's like really out there, once I have like many more eyes, that it's not only not just for me anymore, um, it actually I know that I'm I'm sensitive enough for to be affected by that, right? Like, um, I think I would think about things, I would overthink a lot of things that I was doing. And even now that happens, when I had 300 followers versus like, versus the followers that I have now, I know that I'm not, I'm really not as, um, as like free as I used to be on social media, which is, you know, it's like not a big deal, but I can only imagine that would be heightened if I had um, more exposure. And then there's like a, actually a much more, much more specific reason I think that this kind of thinking stems from. And that is like me being um, from an Indian culture where an Indian family, Indian community, where um, I have, I mean, on many accounts in my life, met in a lot of resistance for um, my expression. And um, even like as recent as like last year, I remember that something I posted, it was like a video of me dancing or something literally just like me dancing like I wasn't I wasn't naked or anything <laughs> and I think um some family friends in the community like like the kids of family friends in the community had been following me and you know I don't think they had malicious intent but then they started showing my Instagram to um to like their parents and like, oh, like look Morali like is like does poetry and stuff. Like I don't think they had a malicious intent necessarily, but maybe they did because I don't trust anyone out here. 
I don't know what I'm just saying. Um, and their parents, like, called my parents and said, like, this is what happened. <laughs> like, they, they said, like, oh, so in Raleigh, this video, dancing, um, what is the, what would they say? Oh, Norali does dancing videos for for the internet or something like that. And I'm like, and then I, that got back to me. My parents called me and sat me down. And before they said anything, I was just like, "What? Like, what? What is happening?" They look like they look. I mean, I don't know. They they told me this, and I was just thinking, "What?" <laughs> and in that moment, I had a real real reality check which was wow like there is a real real like consequence to putting myself out there um and it's not just it's not just um oh like random like hate comments from people in like siberia that don't have like a profile picture like i no it's you know, people in my community that are very judgmental and not used to some things at all that I'm doing that are obviously going to talk. Um, and the crazy thing about that moment was that I expected my parents to flip out because that has happened in the past. Um, but they were actually very amazing in that moment. They... Uh, my dad, actually, I have to give it up to him. He, would you believe this? <laughs> he said, he said to me, Nurali, like, you know, you have to get used to this because if, the more you want to put yourself out there, this is, this is, uh, this is the result. Like, you know, it's, it's not going to change. You have to change. And I was shook because I swear, I thought he was going to say something like, what are you doing putting dancing video? First of all, Saying that I'm putting videos of myself dancing on the internet <laughs> makes it sound like I'm a stripper or something like that. Oh my gosh, like, what? Um, so, yeah, my parents didn't even ask to see, or they didn't even question what it was. Like, they just was, were like, Raleigh, we trust you, but just understand that you signed up for this. Honestly, I feel like that was one of the best moments of my life because it just showed me how awesome my parents have evolved into being. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so, but uh, that said, like, yeah, my parents are awesome, but I'm also still at effect to these random aunties and, you know, just people, like, I have nothing better to do. Um, <laughs> I, I keep going on about the story, but it's so funny because literally that day, I remember my dad, because I was crying and my dad was telling me to stop crying. And he's like, Nurali, these people got nothing better to do. <laughs> like they have no lives. He literally said these people, like these, like, you know, literally family friends, like were like complete losers. So that's why they were um, talking about my videos and making phone calls to <laughs> And it was just so beautiful. At the same time, you know, it's like a double-edged sword because if you're the daughter of immigrants and, you know, the kid of immigrants, like, you know that you also don't want to put your parents through that weird stuff. 
you know, like, yeah, like, I can go about my day, and, like, maybe I can develop a thicker skin, but, um, I don't really want my parents to get, like, more and more, like, comments, or, like, you know, snarky comments about, oh, what Nirali is doing, and what Nirali isn't doing, and, but then again, I, I guess I can't solve every problem, so I kind of just, like, let things be, and, anyway, but yeah, so, all that kind of stuff, the reason I mention it is because I really think it feeds into why I have this, like, like, different sort of set of values sometimes, which is, I want my, my, I don't know, my poetry to kind of remain for me, like, as sacred as possible for as long as possible. But then, like, the more that I keep it just to me is, like, I'm so limited in, in my opportunities and my reach. So, so yeah, that's definitely one thing. Um, yeah, it's, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, it is what it is. I think that if ever in the future I have a, you know, I'm not going to way like overly modest here like I, I know I'm gonna grow I know whatever form that may be and I know for a hundred and ten percent fact that for as much as I'm gonna love that growth and be so happy about it there's gonna be a part of me that's gonna be really aching for what I had now because it's so on my terms like everything on my terms like everything I do it on my whim on my like when my heart speaks, um, like the way that I want to do it, even and especially when no one understands me. Um, but yeah, when I have more aunties in the community looking at my IG, you know, like my phone being passed around at different parties, like I, I don't really know if I'm going to be like putting up spontaneous content, like, you know, it's like, I don't know, I don't know, I'm gonna have to overthink things to the point where it might really make me sad, backwards, what else can I say about that, um, I can say that it's also how I think of, it's how I think of my ability to write about the topic of love, um, and relationships, I think sometimes people see poets because they write so much about heartache and break and love. They think that they're we're just like all like real desperate for love. Like we're just like waiting, like you know, we're like waiting to like fall in love. And I mean, again, like there's part of me that's like, yeah, like that would be awesome. But there's like a huge part of me now that is just so enjoying the ability to have the free freedom that comes with, um, or a, a certain type of freedom that comes with not being in love, because I don't want to say, like, being, I don't want to imply that being in love is sort of this trap, because I think that being in genuine love is one of the most freeing things, but, um, I really think that me being able to write about, like, different curiosities and write about different men, um, <laughs> and my crushes and everything 
is a result of the fact that I am not in a, I'm not in love right now. Like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not in love. Um, if I were, don't you think it would be a little strange if I spent, <laughs> spent my days writing about, like, different men? Like, that would be really weird. Um, and that person should definitely break up with me, so... Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm really trying to stretch this out as much as possible, too. Um, one of my friends recently, actually, somewhat recently, actually asked me, like, oh, you know, like, I always think, like, who broke Norali's heart? Like, she's always writing about, like, these, like, intense, like, you know, like emotions and things like that. The funny thing is, like, it's like, first of all, it's not... It's not, like, just one person. It's also not, like, 20 people. It's, it's like, a lot of gray area that I live in, which is I could write 20 different poems about the same person and they all sound very different because I'm looking at that person from different angles, um, from, like, different time, time stamps, right? Like, from, like, being the time of being connected to that person to being a few days or a few months or a few years out um, of being connected to that person, daydreaming about that person. <laughs> so, so yeah, and at the same time, it's not just about one person. Like, I have, you know, I have written from a place of being curious about multiple people, as if you read my last poem that I shared. Um, my Playboy Dreams poem that I shared on IG. Yeah, that was that was from that moment. And um, yeah, I'm sure that if I and if when I am in like a real serious, like committed, deep love relationship, that that's gonna be um, interesting and dynamic in its own right. But that's going to be that from, from there on out, right? So why would I not savor what I have now is kind of how I think about it. Um, I, I want to write, I want to write from like a million more vantage points about like, I wouldn't say a million more people, but like people that I'm curious about that just because I am alive, not because I'm, I'm thinking, um, oh, marry me forever, and well, maybe I am thinking that, <laughs> I don't know, anyway, uh, so yeah, backwards, this might have been a terrible podcast, but I just wanted to do something different, um, because I've been creating a lot and or spending a lot of time creating like one or two things and it's just been taking up a lot of my emotional bandwidth uh this feels fun and uh I I really can't multitask so I'm gonna get to making making this palette paneer because I suck oh my god oh my god all right Thank you for listening, and if you have any, like, topic ideas for the next podcast episode, please let me know. I will be happy to take recommendations.
Thank you guys. Bye.